I'm Stephen Jack Bieshauer. And I'm Jill DeWitt. And this is the Land Academy Show. Today, we are talking about, first, we're going to talk about abundance in great detail. It's a lot more complicated than I thought, or let's just say in depth. And a little later on, we're going to talk about what your land invest, uh, investment business looks like at the end of the year here in 2023. Hey, by the way, I forgot to say Happy Thanksgiving last week. So as this airs, it's the week after Thanksgiving. Which is now Merry Christmas. Yeah, I know. That might pass. So um, hope you had a great holiday and a safe holiday. I know we did. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're recording this before Thanksgiving even happened, and I'm very sure we had a blast. I know we did. I know everybody got along. <laughs> I know no one drank too much at all, and no one ate too much. Mm -hmm. I know, and everything came out perfect. No one aired out their family nope. uh, there grievances. Were no arguments at the table. Grievances from 1991. <laughs> Nothing like that happened. You know, it's kind of here's what's kind of nice about this Thanksgiving is. Uh, we have one family where two siblings aren't speaking and it's not ours. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> it's somebody else's family this year. So this is great. We only invite people to Thanksgiving at our house that make us feel better about our, our yep. own mess of a And it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So, and you know what? Obviously, none of them listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be great. I love it. Each week on the show, we answer questions from our Land Academy member Discord forum. We review acquisitions from our weekly member webinars, and we take a deep dive into two land-related topics. If you want a sneak peek at our Discord forum, go to landacademy.com. It's free. I just had this funny flashback about the time we were in the RV months ago and we were bouncing. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that. And so, anyway, the we were in the RV and there was moving... And so we the were spin moving cycle moves moves the whole rig, exactly. which moves us. I just which moves the camera. Where it came from on that one? But I was just <laughs> just thinking about that. I got quite a bit of healthy fan mail on that one because that was I know great. a bunch they of were, people they saw were that. laughing like that's the one. Then they weigh in on yep. it like that was awesome. You guys are real. You people. guys are great, but that was funny. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Wasn't an earthquake. Okay, so uh, newbie here. Here's the question. I just want to post a quick note for the other newbies. I did my first mailing, only 2,400 pieces in mid-October. The response was overwhelming. I turned down 12 properties and committed to buy five. I only concentrated on one to five acre parcels to get my feet wet and understanding the process. Closing today on my first of five that I am purchasing. The rest will close in the next two to three weeks. I will post again when we sell them. Get that mail out. Oh, what a sweet note. That's you know what the so topic great. is today? Abundance. Yeah. This first topic. This person created abundance for themselves. Yep. You know what else they did? They watched the program probably more than once. Mm -hmm. They chose the right place to send mail. They tested that place to make sure before they sent mail there that they're gonna get the response that they want based on properties that have been sold, active, they looked at the data. Mm -hmm. Then they priced it correctly, and here's the important part. They answered the phone and created five real estate deals out of 12. They followed the program. Congratulations. 
I'm super, super proud of you. And uh, thank you for posting this. It's an inspiration to all of us, mostly me. Mm. Because, you know, yeah, because I'll tell you, I send out, I don't send out 2,400 mailers. We send out, you know, 24,000 or 240,000. And we create a massive amount of abundance for ourselves. And it just becomes a, a shark feeding frenzy to get five or six deals. And you, you seem to have methodically removed the shark feeding frenzy portion. So it's an inspiration to me. Very nice. Today, Nothing. That's it. You yeah, don't have no. any comments? Okay. No, good. I love it. I just think that was a great little thing. But I mean, did the, everything right? The prelude to the that's a perfect I prelude. I want to go into the topic. That's a perfect that's prelude why. to the topic, which is just one word abundance. A lot of years ago, we, Joe and I, in the first live event that we did in whatever, 2015 ish, maybe 16? I'm not sure. Somebody walked up to me and said, this is probably the, since then, this someone said this to me 10 plus times. They walked up to me and said, you know, to really understand and get on board with this, you need to be in line and believe in the laws of abundance. That's the phrase they use. To which I said, and I still say, if anybody brings it up to me, what the hell is that? What the hell are the laws of abundance? Oh, oh, okay. Let me explain it to you. It all centers around on believing that it's okay to have more than you need. To which I say, isn't everybody born with that? I mean, I only need a certain amount of stuff this month. I need a certain amount of food. I need probably... I could probably take the bus. I only need to take the bus. I don't need a car. And on and on and on. That, I don't roll that way. If, if you believe in the laws of abundance, you're in the right place. Abundance is required here. It's not, you know, an option. I look at it. You, you, it's believing you have already everything you need. So you want more of it? No, no, no. You, it's, you're already Do you there. have everything you need? Yeah, I do. Well, then why, why do you the go to work anymore then? Because I like it. <laughs> I'm going to burn this down, Joel. I'm sorry. Oh, you're, you're going to say it's bad? I don't. I think that we are, uh, I think humans in okay. general are hardwired just like animals are. If they ate a, I'm going to burn if, this if they, down. <laughs> if, She's going to fix me. Here's my quotes. That was last week. Great. She's going to fix me. Don't worry about it. And I'm going to burn this down. <laughs> we are hardwired to you know stockpile the uh whatever the spoils are let's say just food if you're an animal you don't stop you eat a lot you eat as much as you possibly can in abundance because there might be uh, leaner times ahead oh if you are making a hundred million dollars a year they're not and this isn't true of everyone it's, it's not true of me but in general if you're making a million bucks a year, I mean, career path is packed full of people literally say sentences like this. I made $6 million last year and I want I need to, I'm at a bottleneck and I want to know how to make it 10. Yeah, that's abundance. If that's what abundance is, yep. I subscribe to the laws of abundance. It's official. We have different views on abundance, Wayne Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> If you had everything you wanted, which is impossible, by the way, in the universe of the planet, I don't care how much, how many PhDs you have. If you had sat down and said, yep, uh, that's it. Sorry. I have everything I wanted. Everything's perfect. I'm good. 
um, turn off the internet, turn off the TV, and um, I guess I don't need to be with Jill anymore. I'm good. That doesn't no. exist. Yeah, you know, no, but you have me. Okay. Uh, sorry, but I'm going to have to disagree with you here because <laughs> we have different viewpoints on this. Clearly. I think abundance is you've already got it. How much more do you want? You want more and you can get more. You know what? Because here's what happens. Here's why I believe this and it works out. Things, the more I move forward, the more deals I do, the more people I meet, things just keep getting better and falling into place. Is it me settling? Maybe. I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm where I want to be. I'm where I want to live. I'm doing what I want to do pretty much every day. And I have the power to not do it too. I choose to. I choose to have this team. I choose to be a part of Land Academy. I choose to coach and help people because you know what? Frankly, I love it and I don't want to be drunk in a ditch. So, um, or who knows what I'd be doing. And I could choose to do that if I wanted to. So I, I don't want that for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> At all. So I for me abundance is that I wake up every day I wake up every day with a smile on my face I literally do this in the morning nauseating I know but I feel a sense of abundance like I used to drive him nuts I used to literally wake up every day with a big smile going what do I want to do today and like move things around based on how I felt and he'd be like okay this does not work can you imagine that (laughs) can you imagine being with somebody this is not gender specific that just wakes up and says I got all this stuff scheduled today. There's a bunch of people working for me. Yeah, I... I feel like going to a movie I'm gonna go instead. shopping. Yeah, movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go shopping, and then I'm going to go to work at 6 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. So, he's like, you can't do that. They can't operate like that. I'm like, and you're right. So, I did change. But I still have that. But I can still... Now, all I do is schedule it ahead of time. I schedule Fridays. I schedule Mondays. I schedule Tuesday afternoon to take off and not have those meetings and things like that. So. I'm not, abundance is not excess. I'm not no. a fan of excess. No. I'm a fan of creating a situation where, where you have a healthy amount of abundance so you can make choices. That's my point. That's what abundance is to me. Now I have choices. And I hear you saying that too. Well, you have some choices now because of the, cho- the choices you made in the past. Right. For me, abundance is knowing that I have everything I need right now and I know how to make more of it should me- I want it. You are correct. I agree with that too. I know I can have more deals. I don't need to get hung up on this one. So that's my biggest thing too when I talk to people. Like knock it off. Don't think like that. Don't hold on to that one crappy deal because you only have two right now to look at. Then you need to send out more mail or just wait five minutes and for the phone to ring again. And then in a couple of days you'll have more and you're going to have better ones and you're going to go, oh. That's my my closing point on this abundance topic is if you don't have abundance, you are settling somehow. Yeah. If you have choices, you're, you're looking at eight deals and you're going to p- pick the best two, then you have a choice. If you're looking at one or two deals, you have a real limited choice and you're going to start to, I don't care who you are, including me, see something that's not there mm-hmm. and that's not good. Thank Please you. Uh, take a, I heard one is now the eighth A. It's over, we have eight eight A's to review a piece of land. And please go back into the mountains of free content that Jill and I have created on the internet since 2015. And this this was new this week. We have added abundance. I believe that it's 
so when you're reviewing a land acquisition at the end and it's past all the first seven A's, mm-hmm. if this is the only deal you're looking at, question triple question whether or not you should be doing it. Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar. Okay. Um, Park County, Colorado. Offer price $36,000. Owner said he would sell for $40,000 as long as it's what he walks away with. See how good this is, by the way? So WK offered $36. The guy says, I won't do $36, but I'll do $40. You just get a number out of them, and it's not that far off. So um, he said properties in the area are going for two to three times, but you know what? I'm happy with $40. This is awesome. So WK says, all right, it's, um, I think I can sell it for 80. It's 40 acres. So the owner bought the property in 2016 from a customer. He planned to hunt on it as it's near Pike National Forest, but it only went out there a few times. It's getting old and it's time to let it go. Okay, access. It's got highway road access, check. Attribute, it's in Colorado against all this beautiful stuff, check. And uh, National Forest nearby. Check. Acreage, yeah, 40 acres is great. Adjacent. Somebody's building out there. Maybe we see it on Google Earth. So I don't care if there's a house going in on here that's $2 million. Okay. There's just not, there's, it's got adjacent problems. What the guy there, there's just not, there's not a, there's nothing being built. There's, I mean, this is a good sign. Mm. I'm not here to be negative. I'm trying to find, you know, positive. I kind of like it. He paid 7,500 bucks for it. Now you're mm. offering 40. Yep. So you need to know that one. Now 40, now my 40 is not good. Now my 36 went down too, by the way, but we can look and smoke that out. A rule for these types of properties are a hundred to two hundred dollar acquisition price. I would buy this for about eight hundred, eight thousand dollars. Sell it for thirty or forty. That's what I was just thinking. As we're digging in more, can we look at comps? Look yeah. at forty acres yeah. in that area. WK, I'm already thinking forty thousand is what you're exactly. You're going to be happy to sell it for that. These are twenty to fifty acre properties that are sold in the last six months. This is the same area because you can see this mountain ridge or mountain line. And then um, with the water here, the mountains, and then this kind of valley, this property's in the valley right here. Mm. So I'm pretty confident these are like kind. So the seller's not wrong. There's some good comps in here. What were the days on market? I mean, we could look them all up. Yeah. When I'm digging, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to go look and see what sold and how long, well, how long did it take I would to do sell? That. I would do that too. Did it Jill's take a right. year and a half to no. sell? This is what she means. Yeah. 2022, we don't even know. We don't. It just sold. It doesn't give us an... You can still get it if you dig like in other places. So actually, this is a paints a better picture than I thought. Active 95, 150. So that's better news than I thought. Well, here's here's exactly what WK wants to do. Buy this thing. It looks just like this, right? This already has six months on market. No. Now I'm see you. So 85 is clearly not going to work because you're going to be no better, even though you're going to have beautiful pictures. So the sell price, so sale price of 40 or 35. You're going to be the way cheapest in the market with great access. So Mm-mm. 180 days with 400 views and 23 saves, that's not good. Mm-mm. Cheaper. The dirt's okay. I would call her and ask her, why is this not sold? And then she'll probably is going to say price. I, and I would have that conversation with her WK. And then I would say, what price would move this property? And you watch her say like 55, 38, 38 yeah. whatever she comes back with. Then you need to go. You got to cut that down. Hopefully she'll even dig deeper and say, oh yeah, we had an offer for X, Y, Z and they wouldn't take it. Yeah. Something like that. Trying to find. So the the truth is I would, I wouldn't bail on this deal. I'd go back and say, here's what we found. Here's the story. And, and uh, 
Look at 2021 sold for 42. This person's trying to do exactly the same thing. Yeah. So there's your answer, WK. Mm -hmm. You need to buy it for no more than 20. What did you say? I said eight. You said eight. I like eight, maybe 10. Yeah. Okay. But this Let's take another question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. Again, if you need a sneak, you want to get a sneak peek of this and you really should, go to landacademy.com. It's free. Okay. Ray wrote, hi, everybody. I'm curious as to how the actual deal process works since in the course, we learned that the time, that time probably kills, kills deals. Got it. When a prospective seller is interested and accepts the price, what does the conversation look like when you have to confirm the price? If they call you and say they're interested and will sign a PA, do you say, yep, it looks good, but can you give me some time to verify all the details? How long should the verification process take when the seller is ready to sell, but we're confirming and doing our due diligence? I love it. It's a great question, and I think you mm -hmm. watch the program, and you totally legitimate. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how exactly? Let's let's get some clarification here. A mm -hmm. really good question. I have the answer. Like a day or two, because you're right. Time kills deals. Usually over the weekend or or a day or two is enough time. You don't want to have too much time for the seller to get cold feet and start talking to their family. And when their brother catches wind, they're selling it to you for eight grand, that he they say, well, I'll buy it from you for eight grand kind of thing. So you don't want that. And then the flip side is you don't want to get cold feet. You're going to like, if you're into it, it's a great deal. You do your thing, just buy it, move forward, commit to it and start the process. If you take too long, you know, you, you might, you, you just don't need to spend that much time on it. Sometimes you might uncover things and start second guessing yourself. Yeah. That's really what will happen. That's right. Like, Oh, the access is great, but is it good enough? You know, kind of thing. Don't, don't do that. You know, the, six slash eight things now that you need to be looking for when you look at deals. So that's the answer. Do you want to add? No. Okay. Uh, I put this in here very specifically for Jill because not she's not always available in some of these things. It's just me. And I think this is, again, a very valid question and concern, especially if you're kind of new at this. You know what? Follow common sense. If you love the deal, you know, trust your gut a little bit. Verify that your gut's right if you're new on this. You have a whole Discord channel there. Ask people if you think this deal's okay. Get on that Thursday call. Ask us, Dill and I directly, or our ambassadors, Land Academy ambassadors will tell you if you should be doing the deal or not. Well, Ray's not even asking that. Ray's just saying, how much time should I, should I, can I allow myself? I mean, and that's what I just said. 24, 48 hours over the weekend, that's it. Um, enough time if you've got to make a few calls, you can bake that into it. Like when you're talking to someone Friday afternoon and they're all into it, like, okay, here's the deal. I'm looking at this weekend. I usually do this on Sunday afternoons when my kids are playing outside. So, and in case I need to call the county or something on Monday, you know, can I get with you Monday afternoon? So my, my final point is just something like that. That's the longest you're going to need. And then have a dedicated follow-up time that, you know, you can commit to and let that person know and make sure you have the right number, you know, or is it still the best number? And then let's just say you call the county, you did spot something, you did everything you said, right? 
you looked at it Sunday afternoon, you committed to call the guy Monday afternoon, and uh, you're waiting for two things back from the county that you're not quite sure about, or fill in the blank, somebody else looking at something with you or for you, please still call, don't look like, well, I'm not gonna call him because I don't have the answers yet. Mm -mm. You follow through. So call that person Monday afternoon and go, hi, Mr. Jones, I'm so glad, thank you. You know, I thought I'd have all the answers right now, but I don't. I'm waiting on two phone calls, one from the county, planning and zoning, and one other thing. So I need 24 more hours. Where are you gonna be on Tuesday? I'll call and you. And what then. time should I call you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just set it up again. Always be very clear and always have a next step pro in, in your process worked out. And then when you call back on Tuesday, you got all the answers. You still have the property. He, you already have the PA cause he did it over the weekend. Like you, you asked him to, when you call him back now on Tuesday, you're like, Hey, Mr. Jones, I got all my answers. We are ready to go. Just so I've already talked to Susie at ABC title. She's going to reach out to you tomorrow. I'm giving her all your information and I'll make, I'll email you to her stuff. So you have it all. And so, and it looks like we're going to be able to close this on the 26th, whatever it is. That's where you do it. And so they they know it's happening, it's done. And they're moving forward. And who and you know what? And now if their brother comes in, it's like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I already promised it to this guy. We're an escrow. So you snooze, you lose. <laughs> kind of thing. Thank you. You're you're you know this is second hand knowledge. Joe glosses over this because she just naturally does it, but the more you talk to these people and ask them questions, the more they're going to start to believe in you if you're giving them the correct performance. If they want to talk to you and pick, they notice you're calling and you have a couple more questions about it and they actually want to talk to you, which is what really what happens with Jill because she has a dynamic personality, then it's that's stronger. When she's done with that third phone call of asking about where's the access again or whatever questions she's asking, they have a stronger relationship, not like, God, I can't wait till I get the money from this idiot because I, I don't want to talk to him again. Thank you. Today's second topic is called, well, it's, I'm going to make some comments and Jill might, may or may not on what your land investment business looks like at the end of 2023. Looks like or what it should look like or what, <laughs> what it does was, it look like? Oh, like, okay. Is this, this is philosophical. <laughs> I don't know. What does your business look like today? It could be this, way, this or this. By the way, this is going to air on uh, the 29th of December, 2020. November. We're in November. Yeah, November. There you go. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. So you've got a month left to make some decisions if you don't like what happened in 2023 or if you're planning for 2024. You know, I think that I personally, from a tax standpoint, we'll get taxes out of the way. You don't have, you have a month left to make some decisions about taxes. It's hard to do with real estate. Like don't you need scramble. To, if you need to spend more money, you can. You can do that. I you can, can do that. You can catch, uh, you know, if you need to, get, need to buy new computer equipment or, or whatever is uh, ordinary and necessary according to their IRS to run a land business, you have 30 days to do that. That's good news. You could also fund somebody else's deal if you need to do that too. Yeah, you could fund some deals. Uh, you could um, probably put some down payments on and probably, but probably not close on land transactions depending on whether or not your. Uh, you know, on a cash basis or an accrual basis, there's a bunch of stuff that you can do in 30 days, but none of it is going to massively change your operation. So let's forget about taxes. The question is, 
did you buy and sell what you wanted to, what you set out? You know, you did this at the end of 2022. You looked at it and said, this is what I want to do in 23. Here's what I'm really getting at. Did you follow a plan? Did you create a plan the year before and follow it? And if so, how did it come out? Give yourself a, a report card, you know, and hopefully you're saying, well, geez, I, well, I made a lot more money than I thought. I bought and sold a lot more property than I thought uh, thought I would. I got a great inventory um, that's going to be for sale in the, at the beginning of 2024. And you pat yourself on the back and, um, and you move forward. Does that ever happen? Almost never. Does that ever really happen in reality? You might have one or two. This is an old man talking now. Maybe two or three years uh, in your entire professional career where it's like, wow, I grossly exceeded what I thought was going to happen. I did. And we earlier when we talked about abundance. <laughs> <laughs> so how can I become a better investor in 2024? You look, you assess what happened in the past this year and you make a plan or start going down the path and making a very detailed plan about what you want to happen in 2024 based on your performance in 2023. And I mean your performance. You're performing and and you're performing you're judging your own performance at the end i think a lot of these things get overlooked you know i went to college no one ever talked about stuff like this they, they talked about debits and credits and a lot of other uh nobody ever talked about you are only as good as how you perform in a business environment i have a question professor butala <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> yes you in the back one in the back. Just kidding. Um, so, um, <laughs> just call yourself hot. You really did, didn't you? I didn't know where to pick up on. Jesus, yeah, I was joking. I don't know if that's okay. I'm joking. I mean, it's true, but I'm I don't know joking. if it's okay to say it about yourself. I'm totally joking. So, well, you should see the room that I'm sitting in. <laughs> the bar is not very high. <laughs> like you're the only girl. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So my question to you is, okay, I hear you. I had a great year in 2023. I hit my goals. And uh, now I want to change my goals. How often, how often do you think that happens where you're like, you know, you realize, you know, you can do more, right? And, and what should that look like? So first of all, how often does that happen? Almost never. I don't oh. believe that anybody goes through this exercise the way that they should. Really? Okay. And I and I attribute uh, our success to the fact that I do do that. I do this uh, times eighty. Well, so you're not the norm. And I don't ever stop it. This is what we talked about in the last chapter of Career Path. That I, I'm constantly praying, almost literally, to my balance sheet constantly and making adjustments like what's my net worth how are we shifting from cash to uh which assets are we shifting into cash or using cash to, sh to get into the an asset and then getting back out of it and how is that money traveling or that equity traveling through your balance sheet to get where it's supposed to be into pre-tax uh value and so I don't think you should just be doing this in December I, I think in a perfect world you should be doing it the entire time but the point to this episode is you have 30 days from today to plan out your 2024. There's 12 months, 360 working days, 360 days that you should be planning for in 52 weeks. 
And whatever your goal is, something happened in 2023, whatever it was. May have been horrific, may have been fantastic. But you have a pretty good idea if you really if you really uh, press your own feet to the fire and say, what do I really want to happen in 2024? And then divide by 12 and then divide by four or 4.6, I think it is, because that's how many weeks there are. And, and about this is how much mail I need to get out. Oh, my gosh, there's this big gaping hole in how we answer the phone. I better staff up for that or get some outside training on how I'm going to answer the phone because, boy, we've missed like a lot of deals. These are, this is really what happens in real life. I suck at this. I'm pretty good at this. And I don't have to do any more improvement on this stuff over here because I'm pretty good at it. Really good at it. And that's it. It's that simple. Why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? Why don't we work out every day as much as we should? True. I don't know. Why don't we love our kids more? I don't know. Oh, I do. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Equally. 100%. That's a totally different topic. You know, I uh, I probably overcompensate. You know, I can only only answer that for myself. I can't answer, mm-hmm. answer it for listeners, I'm sure. I overcompensate when it comes to financial uh, performance and reward. All right. But in all seriousness, we have 30 days left. What's the number? Can you give me an order? One, two, and three. What should we be focusing on? Like one, you know, uh, making sure my assets are placed this year. Two, uh, make sure my accountant and I are on the same page. Three, make sure like stuff like that. Number one, if you don't know what your taxable income is yet, you need to do that. That's the first priority. And meaning how much, uh, if you made $350,000 this year, this is all before tax, not W-2. This is, I mean, buying and selling land or whatever businesses you have. Uh, and And you calculate that it's 350 grand just for sake of argument. And you calculate your tax is going to be about $100,000 on that because that's what it's going to be approximately. And that makes you fall out of your chair. Congratulations, you made a bunch of money. Now you have 30 days to figure out how you can, uh, in an ordinary and necessary manner, increase expense, uh, either decrease revenue or increase expenses to somewhat make up for that because you have 30 days of actual financial events left in the year. That's priority one. That's not a lot of time. And the truth is, in Career Path, we talk about doing that in June, mm-hmm. really even before that. But don't, that's okay. You know, if, if you're, if this is where you are and it's like, don't, I'm not telling you you're screwing up at all. This is the regular, in fact, nobody looks at this. So you're still way ahead. If you're listening to this, you're way ahead of almost everybody. True. You're at the other end of the right end of the bell curve. Well, you know to do it now for the end of the year and you know, next year you're going to do yeah. it in, at the end That's of each it. quarter. That's my whole point yeah. to this, uh, this topic. Mm-hmm. Manage your balance sheet, manage your taxes and manage, um, your career and your fine. It's, it's, it's good. I love this. You know, I actually love this time of year from a planning perspective because for us, the year's over financially. It is about eating turkey and clinking glasses, quite honestly. I learned this from you. Oh. I used to be a, a wreck during this time of year. Oh. It's just the accountant in me. Thanks. But now I've moved, I've moved it all up to like, it's just it is what it is now so the only thing i really have control over now at all is 2024 this year's over Mm -hmm. there's a few things we can do like actually this is the truth joe's showing uh, closing a pretty substantial cash inbound deal and and it's going to close this month and does it make me happy that's right that's all right it it increases our taxable income pretty, pretty dramatically but it's a really good deal for us and 
so what? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to change anything. I can also turn and spend that money really fast too. Watch me. Well, ordinary, necessary, spend it. I'm, oh, on that's on what I mean. In property. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Look, you look. Whatever mistakes you made in 2023, solve them in 24. Yeah, that's what this really is. That's good. I love. That. What you don't want to do is get all down on yourself and say, "Oh my God, I'm going to do this." And just so what? Fix it. Yeah. Fix it next year. Big deal. Let's take a, a look at another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar. This is why we do this. I'm glad you asked. All right? Would you do this deal? Love County, Oklahoma. Accepted offer price $68,000. Thinks we can sell it for a hundred. Comps in this area are 80,000, There's one pending for 99,000. 10 acres, access, affordable, large acreage and homes nearby, down the road from Murray Lake, 20 minutes from the town of Marietta and everyone's alive. Okay. And it's a hundred acres. So here's my thought process. This looks good. Access right here. There's a little bit of a uh drain off slash deserty stuff that's not showing up on FEMA. So that's good. Like a pair. Oh, it's a partial version of undivided. Well, maybe it's one well, APN. Pearl, Alma has an eighth. Ruth has an eighth. Let me get, we got Alma. We got Ruth. We got Verda. We got Raymond. We have Martha. Oh no. And now we have one twenty fourth. Mm. And the trustee. So I would call an attorney. Let's just see if it's worth anything first. Okay. You know, one one of the sixes is alive. What we really mean is this. So Isn't nice? that's, that's use, a good catch. They use a legal description. This is why I look at legals. They use the legal description to tip you off that there's something you need to know here. So you know what's making me wonder because the APNs are kind of because she put in a different APN. What if that 10 acre piece is a little cut off of the big piece and we got more to undo? So it's a great example of of um you got to deal in Oklahoma. You did what you're supposed to do. And after whatever, 30 to 45 seconds of review, we all have way more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. That's why right. the owner's not in there too, because it's not. I can't fill it all in. It's <laughs> just say at all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jill might be an owner of that part of the owner too. There's yeah. so many owners. So, you know, I, let's just say a hundred thousand bucks is what they're, let's just look at it as a real deal. Mm -hmm. Assuming it's perfect ownership wise. 10 acres for 90, it starts there. 113 days. 10 acres for 120. Six acres for 120. This is all good news. I'm writing down a number. Six results in the sold category. Here's 10 acres for 8,000. That's that's strange. Uh, so seven acres for 100. We got six sold results in the last six, six months and seven active. So I have, my per, I have my price written down what I would pay. Assuming everyone's alive there's just one document and we just need to have everybody because they're going to get together at thanksgiving have the attorney over so they can all sign for it i'm going to blurt a number out when you turn it around okay Twenty-two thousand. 25 i put 25 he's 22 what would you guys do i well i think i'd almost work backwards from what i think we could sell it for um and i'd like to be the you know competitively one of the lowest priced ones in a small market like that so um are you comfortable with, you know, listing it at 85,000, 70, you know, thousand and working backwards from there. And I think I'd land somewhere near where you're at, Jill, with the 25, you know, uh, you don't want to get too far into that without, you know, with, with having a huge expense, with not knowing how fast, how long you're going to sit on that property. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So the next conversation, Aaron, is what are our days on market? I only got a hundred days on market or two. For the cheap one. Uh-huh. So this is not this is not done yet. So here's my thing. Aaron, when you when you explain to them there's 42 people listed on this, can all 42 sign? And they go, Oh, and then you go, okay, hold on a moment. Here's what has to happen then. And then you could start if it's even possible, and then you have to help them get an attorney involved to get this done. There's how you can easily knock that price down. I'm glad we looked at that. These are all good to look at and to see and understand and I know. So yeah. So you have something inspirational to share. Well, you just touched on something. Will you, will you please remind me of what you meant by, I learned that from you about clinking glasses and your end is a, the year. your end is a, it's just for Would anybody you be who buried owns, in spreadsheets before. I don't know. It's just a, oh. for anybody who, who owns a business or is in the startup, uh, of a business and maybe the year didn't go well it's like you know what so what yeah i used to get all stressed about it because i i was uh i found out kind of later in life that i was in a constant state of startup mode mm -hmm. which is really that's how your heart explodes at a young age true and so since jill and i've joined force it's been a lot of years now geez 15 years i've learned to just chill out a little bit especially during the at the end of the year because it's whatever happened yeah. it can't change it you can change 2024 You've, you've calmed me down, Joe, and that's a good thing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that was my inspiration. <laughs> I shared it with you. <laughs> what about you, Jack? You have something you want to share with us today? I, I think you really should uh, be your own best friend at work and your best type of business partner. I, I really think you should. It's, we, we have the same inspiration today, Joe. I don't think you should bang yourself up. You know, if you take too hard of a look at your performance this last year, you're going to find all kinds of stuff wrong. You know, I'm just saying, take a take a good look at it. Maybe you didn't. Do, maybe you only did one deal. Maybe you never got a mailer out. So what? Get one out in February. Yeah. And and make sure that what your January looks like makes allows you to get a, a mailer out in February. That's it. And and uh, enjoy yourself. Wow, the student becomes the master. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You're saying things that I've never heard out of you. Sound like mouth. Jill. I know this is great. I love it. This boy, this makes me so happy. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. Buy cheap land and sell it for more on the internet. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.